Hi, this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. James Rambo. Yes, sir. <laughs> Give us a, a franchise that you love and hate. <laughs> um, so, I don't know how I'm following that, but... uh. My stuff is 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 really about. Um, I, I make no bones about the fact that I love the comic books and specifically I love the superhero mainstream shit. I am all about that fucking lowest common denominator tights and punching people shit. Um, but you know, like good things. Um, so Disney, not not excuse me, not, not actually not Disney in this case. Um, Marvel and DC in the last couple of years. Uh, actually, and specifically DC in, in like the last month or two have been doing some squirrely shit. Um, DC in particular, uh, you know, I'm a big Superman fan, big Justice League fan. Um, a big Superman fan? Yeah. You are underselling it, motherfucker. I'm, I'm you know, I, I might like a thing. Um, it... So they... All right, so AT&T bought Time Warner, right? A couple years back, uh, like maybe two years ago. Um, and I guess they've finally, like, gotten their shit together enough to be like, oh, yeah, comic books. We're going to do something about that. So in the last, like, two or three months, there have been massive fucking layoffs from, from DC Comics. Um, people who have been with the company for like two and three decades getting canned um, because they're just they're redundant now. AT&T has their their publishing people. Um, so they're like, yeah, why would we keep these people around who know how comics book work, comic books work? Because all publishing is the same, right? Isn't it? It's all, it's all the same. Um, yeah. So like uh, uh, Bob Harris and Mark Chiarello and. A bunch of like big deal names, um, you know, uh, marketing directors, sales managers. Like this thing, it's not even like one person from, or a bunch of people from like one particular department. Uh, just across the company, uh, AT and T is just slaughtering people. Um, buh, 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 buh. Yeah, comics editors, story editors. Um, goddamn, even the assistant to Jim Lee got fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, and like this is this is all coming on after, um, <laughs> Jim. You can get your own fucking copy. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, millionaire, <laughs> have it airlifted to you. Um, this is all after, um, you know, in the last uh, 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 early as like like February or January of this year, uh, Dan Didio, who was publisher of DC Comics. Uh, Mark Chiarello, who was the senior vice president of uh, 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 DC's art and design, he was one of the directors. Um, guy named John Cunningham, who was the DC sales trade marketing, um, a senior VP for them. Like, it's just been absurd, like fucking ridiculous. And I'm hoping that this is a sign of like, all right, we've cleaned house. Because now we want to focus on doing some, you know, bigger and better things and, and making a concerted effort with doing some stuff. Like, there was a big announcement that they had recently 
um, about what they're doing with their, uh, you know, line wide, what they're doing with comics for the next couple months. Uh, I think starting in January, I think it's called Future Tense. Future, uh, uh, future uh, state. Yes, future state. Um, and it all looks fucking sick. It all looks fucking cool as shit. Uh, Dan Moore is doing a Batman book, and I'm all about that shit. Um, it's not even a Batman book. It's, it's fucking Batman disenfranchised Batman. Bruce yeah. Wayne. Yeah, looks awesome. Um, so, so they're doing this big line-wide thing, uh, uh, which is not unheard of. Like, DC and Marvel do crossovers all the time. Um, but this one is specifically jumping, like, a couple years into the future, and, and being like, okay, well, here's where all the characters are now. Um, and it's not necessarily like, hey, we went to the future, and it's all dark and gritty and off. Oh, no. Um, it's, you know, the, the current Superman is John Kent, uh, uh, Clark's son. Um, there's, there's, there's a non-binary, uh, non-binary uh, Flash character, um, which is going to be premiering really soon. Um, there's a, there's a, a Brazilian Amazon that is the current Wonder Woman, um, which like, okay, all those things are cool. And then like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, in the last month, DC announced that there's going to be a CW series with this new Wonder Woman. And that's a big fucking deal. Like, they just announced a brand new comic book character, and they're tying her immediately into the TV stuff. So I'm hoping that this absolute fucking abattoir of just awful, awful shit going on behind the scenes at DC that is... That was a $10 word right there, my friend. Avatar yeah, it's a Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah, it's it's French because the French do things. Check out uh, Grant Morrison over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sidebar. Okay, uh, there Sorry, is, I'm not explaining it to you. Just figure there, it out. <laughs> there is a better in concept and execution, but still pretty cool in execution horror movie called Abattoir, where a guy starts stealing the the rooms where people are killed in order to make the world's most haunted house. Um. And like he start, he takes all the rooms, he starts reassembling them into one giant fucking building. Um, it's ridiculous in the best way. Uh, fucking shit. Anyway, um, fingers crossed that that like all of this awful awful shit will lead to something good. Um, so that's what's going on with DC. With Marvel, it's more sort of a general uh, like this has sucked for a long time kind of thing. Um, guy named. I, uh, uh, Isaac Perlmutter goes by. Oh, buddy. Is hard, right. hardcore right. Trump supporter. Um, has been a big mucky muck at DC for a long, long time. Um, Marvel. Uh, excuse me. Yes, Marvel. Yes. Thank you. Um, I have it on good authority that people at, at Marvel would have to schedule their bathroom breaks because there was only one bathroom. In the entire office, uh, for that, to use. What? Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's illegal. People were taking their 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 lunch breaks at specific times so they can go and take a piss. Um, yeah, he's 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 a cartoon villain. He's 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 an awful awful monster of a human being. Um, and and add to that, he's he's a, a giant term, fucking term supporter. Uh, there, there have been a, a couple calls in the last couple of years for people to boycott mar Marvel, which is like, I, yeah, I, I get it, but at the same time, like, 
he's so far up the fucking chain. Like, yeah, go ahead. Boycott Marvel, boycott Disney. Best of luck with you with all all of that. You you definitely won't be supporting Disney in, in some unknown way that you don't realize. Um, but I'm in the future. All movies will be called Disney's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he uh, he's he's very old, so hopefully he'll die soon. Um, I can't think of any specific stuff he's done terribly recently. There was a um, there was a forward to a hardcover that Marvel was going to put out. That I think Art Spiegelman wrote uh, the, the forward, not the book. Um, I think the book was just sort of like a, a, a book about like Marvel history or something. Um, and Art Spiegelman, who uh, is most famous for doing Mouse, Mouse, uh, M A U S. Uh, Mike, actually, you might you might be uh, interested in reading that. Um, it is a story about uh, the Holocaust, but specifically, uh, yeah, um, Jewish. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, isn't that uh, <laughs> you? like you sit in wow! a with the Omicron? Um, constantly carrying, a... <laughs> right? Just mumbling to yourself in Hebrew. I, I just figured that was the deal. Uh, <laughs> oh, you fucking lose your voice. Yeah. Like you don't have conversations like this. Carry them not on the radio. My way. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, don't you have a flashlight on your phone? Wouldn't that be easier? Yeah, but I also have this menorah. Fuck. <laughs> You mean my intellectual oil lamp that will burn for eight days straight? Um... <laughs> it's a sign of the resourcefulness of the Jewish people, you fuck. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, it's a story about the Holocaust, but the, the Jews are mice, the Nazis are cats. You know, it's it's a, a, a great example of, like, um, using um, icon- iconography and symbolism to very clearly lay a message. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so Spiegelman... No stranger to political uh, anything, um, and you know, taking tackling like you know serious subjects, um, wrote this forward, and in it he referred to Trump as what was it? it was like orange something. Um, it wasn't even like a Great terribly, a terribly insulting thing, but it was clearly like you know when we live in an age like we do now with this fucking asshole. Uh, but in much cleaner language, um, you know, we have to be aware of, of the times we're in. Um, and there came an edict from on high that we will not be publishing that uh, that forward as it is written. It will have to be edited. Um, and so Spiegelman was like, great, you're not publishing it then. Um, I will not allow you to change those words. Um, and there's no doubt in anyone's mind that this came directly from fucking Parmutter. Um, so for the most part, he doesn't have a lot of, a lot of stu- stuff to do with the day to day, but he definitely does step in here and there. Um, so he yeah, run- he was running the TV side, wasn't he for a long time? He, like all, the, all the Netflix shit. He was like the top of the, 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 the food chain as it were. Um, but he wasn't, no, no, no. He was like number two or three. Uh, he was very high up. But yeah. it got to the point where Kevin Feige was like, hey, um, I hate him and I will not work with him. So if you want me to stick around, which I know you do, you will move him somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and so someone He's... did. Yeah. <laughs> I, Ike was a big reason that a lot of the early MCU stuff, like uh, why uh, Terrence Howard left 
why Black Widow is didn't get a movie until now, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, why why Black Widow had no merch um, yep. with the with the uh, uh, with the early MCU stuff. Like why characters like Black Panther were, uh, weren't introduced earlier, Captain Marvel weren't introduced earlier because he he didn't think uh, women could be like in lead roles. Yep. Uh, for movies. Captain you know, Marvel he, was when, introduced in the second Avengers movie. Yeah, the, the one he the one he in, the one he interfered in, because uh, uh, th- if I remember correctly, he he wanted to, that was the one where I think Thor had the had the dream or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like he he fought for them to because the 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 people who wrote it, uh, they wanted to take that scene out and they wanted to do it differently and he was like, no, you put it in or I'm going to like fire all of these people. Oh, speaking of which, he he wanted to fire Robert Downey Jr. because he made too much money, mm-hmm. and he wanted Civil War to be. He tried to interfere so that Civil War was supposed to be between Hulk and Captain America instead of uh, Iron Man and Cap. Yeah, he's an awful. He's he's a bad and stupid businessman uh, that has you know, as many people do, managed to fail upward many times, um, and and make himself a giant fucking like dragon's hoard of money. Um, but like I said, he's old. Um, he was born in 1942, so hopefully he'll be dead soon. Um, <laughs> crossed. I, uh, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to take what you said there, Rambo, real quick, because I just, I just recently made this correlation in my brain and maybe you guys have done it too. You said the dragon hoarding all the loot, basically. How interesting is it? That that has been an analogy for for evil, something that the the common folk have to rise up against to defeat. For how many centuries now? Oh, and like think fuck, of think yeah. of the par- think of the parallel there that that shit still hasn't changed, because right now what's the biggest evil in this country? It, A it's, fucking it's, dragon, Mike. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> it's correct. Yes, it's. <laughs> It's 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 the wealthy hoarding their wealth and and angrily fighting and saying that the poor are the problem and I'm not giving up my wealth. I worked really, really hard for this, stepping on all those peasants and killing them and ripping everything away from them. And and you can't take this from me. Like, like, we're not even trying to take all of it. Like, motherfucker, just pay your fair share. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, we just want you to stop stealing everything. Can you do that? Like, is that a possibility? Can you steal some of it? Just downgrade to some. Would it yeah. would it be okay if we capped everybody at a hundred million? You can have a hundred million dollars. No, I need to have ten times that times five. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well. <you. laughs> I guess we have to murder you now. Eat them. Consume <laughs> their power. Jesus Christ. Ugh. All right, so Chris, I want to give you a chance to really like give us something that like a franchise that you love that like the business side is just well, like... it's not even a franchise; it is a whole industry. <laughs> okay, uh, so right. Yeah. Go right ahead. I don't Technically, know. Technically, it's a franchise, but it's it's definitely it's yeah. it's man. It it's and it like, all stems ooh. from one old rich white man. Once again, another fucking Republican. <laughs> I, you know, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon isn't a fucking Republican. He just knows no, oh, that no, it's totally easier to is. fucking con them. One hundred percent is, yeah. 
Did no, he run? I mean, that wasn't he... me saying he's like a secret liberal. Like, fuck, no, no, he, no, no. I'm talking. It's like a Johann Schmidt fucking Nazi situation. Pulls up his mask. <laughs> Man. Okay. Red, so with German accent all of a sudden. <laughs> Mm, Captain. <laughs> so, John Cena, I see that you're fighting for the championship again. <laughs> yes, I can see you. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. So, specifically with this year in particular, like, like WWE has been doing shady bullshit behind the scenes for, uh, like, forever, basically. Just forever. Um... The whole genesis of WWE as a company is Vince McMahon buying up all the territories and shutting them down and just rating them for their talent and just fucking kind of ruining the business while also making it better. Like, it's it's a complex situation. Anyway, so skip ahead all that shit to 2020. Uh, pandemic happens. And these motherfuckers let go of, like, so many people in the in the under the guise the auspices of fucking you know like we gotta we gotta tighten the the fucking belt straps and you know we, we've taken a, a big hit because we can't do any live shows and you know it's like on on the on the face you know that that sounds right like that does absolutely seem like a reasonable thing except it wasn't because as soon as they fucking fired all these people uh, not only did they announce raises for like the top brass, but they also uh, fucking like one of the people that they let go, quote unquote, let go. It was actually fodder for a storyline <laughs> about said guy getting fired. And then he ended up participating in a tournament for the then vacated cruiserweight championship. <laughs> Because the guy who's actually the champion is stranded in the UK because can't nobody go nowhere because outside is closed. Jesus Christ. So that's the business part. On the on the other side of that shit, all like just basically like the fucking floodgates bust open with uh, various uh, women and other performers in the wrestling industry basically saying eh, the fuck this shit no you guys are monsters and they start fucking fingering guys left and right and like like the names on like if you pull up a list of all the fucking just monsters apparently that are in the wrestling you know allegedly allegedly like but like it is it is so heartbreaking just so many like favorites and shit and like oh wow you're a scumbag that's great. I mean, That's... look at like the the face of of wrestling and basically like post nineteen seventies, Hulk Hogan. <sighs> like everybody's like, oh, he's the real American. Like he can do no wrong. And, and, and what I do mean, we get? What do we get? I and, mean, and, and banging banging a friend's wife and dropping end bombs like they're going out of style. In some respects, that would make him a real American, Mike. Um... <laughs> Accurate. Okay. Boom. Uh, and I honestly, I don't want to defend Hulk Hogan here, but um, the people that were being, that had the accusations levied at them this year did a lot worse than dropping N-bombs 
Oh God. I'm, I'm so I'm so out of the wrestling world. Like I don't know what the hell is going on. Like if the worst thing that some of these people did was just be like monstrous racist, it sort of be like, yeah, that's par for the course. Whatever, shut up. But like some of these people were like, like uh, fucking like Velveteen Dream was accused of uh, sending inappropriate pictures to a minor, and is just like, no. <laughs> And and like he's still on TV. Why? God damn. <laughs> and that's then like, like it's like the fucking Chris D'Elia shit, you know? Like right, everybody's yeah. like, but he's but he's funny. Yeah, and he yeah. sent dick pics to sixteen year olds. Like yeah. it's like that's no, that's that's like an automatic go to jail. Like, no, get out of here. I thought we agreed on that as a society. Like and then, like, even better is he tried to, like, hide in plain sight because he was on season two of You and, like, played like a piece of shit. And, like, as soon as the news came out, I was like, wait, no, I already saw this. It was season two of You. Oh, no, this is real. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's sad. It's sad, it's sad, it's sad. And if that wasn't enough, we skip all the way through the goddamn pandemic, right? We get all the way to, like, end of September, beginning of October. These greedy sons of bitches decide all of a sudden, like, hey, some of you wrestlers, because you've been trying to, you know, get by in the pandemic and stuff, and you aren't, you don't have as much TV time because, you know, obviously there aren't enough avenues for everyone to get on TV all at once. So not everybody can get paid like they usually do. Um, they, a lot of them had turned to like, you know, Twitch and other third party apps to to make money and to connect with their fan bases and stuff like that and you know some of them had become very lucrative uh one case in particular is uh zelina vega real name thea thea tia i don't want to mispronounce her name but uh, tia trinidad um she made apparently as much money on twitch as she did from her wwe contract and WWE found out about that shit and was like, uh, you got to shut that shit down. That's our money. And people were like, no, that's not. She wasn't using her like her wrestling name or nothing. And that this was like a, a company wide thing. They wanted to just crack down on uh, wrestlers and performers being able to, you know, make money outside of them. And it's garbage and it's bullshit. And the, the big thing about this is that they're all considered on paper uh, independent contractors, which is this is not how they're being treated. Like, you can't just tell a contractor not to do shit outside of you. They're not your employee. We have labor laws for this reason. <laughs> but, you know, what is the law to Vince McMahon, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Like, it's... What is a god to a non-believer? <laughs> <laughs> well, God actually, he was on an episode of SmackDown oh, once. Oh, god. oh good God. <laughs> Christ. All right. And then, like, no, hang on. It's, it, it, no, you're it, good. It, Go ahead. Uh, it, um... So, yeah, like, a whole bunch of people just were like, uh, no, we're not doing this shit. And then they kind of sort of like one by one sort of like went along with it, but not Miss uh, Zelina Vega. 
they were like, hey, you got to shut that shit down and, and give us the money and all that shit. And she rightfully told them to eat her ass and then opened an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And, then, and, then, and then they fucking fired her and on the same day that she she was fired right like 10 minutes before the news broke that she was fired she tweeted out i support unionization and then it just looks real bad that like 10 minutes later it's like wwe's twitter is like we've released selena vega and we wish her the best on her future and blah 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 it's bullshit and it's awful and it's a terrible pr move and then all of a sudden, uh, th- during this whole thing, Andrew Yang, former presidential candidate, uh, I fucking love that guy. Uh, he was like, well, one, he's like a huge wrestling mark, um, so like that's great, uh, and he's big on labor, so that's great. And he was like, yeah, what WWE is doing, that's just plain ass greed. And if we win, and if we win the election. I, if I'm not like, you know, if I'm not the commerce guy, I know the people that will be. He did a vignette. He got on, he got on camera pointing at fucking Vince McMahon. He did. He cut a promo on Vince. Would we, like, Y'all coming we, for you, motherfucker. When we and, win this election, McMahon, I'm coming for your ass. And then what happened? They won the fucking election. And he fucking, he was like, he started running his mouth. He started going. And then Zelina Vega gets released. And then the, the fucking head of the, um, of SAG fucking tweets at her. And apparently they were in contact about these fucking labor violations. So, uh, what WWE unwittingly did, uh, most likely is open the door to, uh, hopefully unionization within the wrestling industry. Well, that's I, I want to kind of dovetail on that for just a second because that's not the first time this shit come up either. Oh, and it's no. interesting. It's interesting that I use the word shit because it correlates with that because um, CM Punk <laughs> was. Too, oh, do you know this story? Oh, Remember? I know this story. Please yeah. continue. Good CM God. Punk was it's talking about man. how how like the WWE doesn't give a fuck about them. They like they don't have health care. They don't have anything. Yeah. They're like if you stop working, like you're fucked basically. Like if you're injured, like good fucking luck to you. And like he was sick. And yeah. shit and shit himself in the middle of a show and tweeted about it and was like, I just shit myself on SmackDown. And like the WWE didn't fucking nothing about it. They don't care at all. And it's they doped him up with like a seat pack, I think. Yeah. Yep. And which it's, and like that's just it's fucking antibiotics. Yeah. Like that that does that's, nothing. That's, you didn't that's not what this is for. I <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> you gave this man a neck massage when he has a bullet wound. <laughs> Fucking red versus blue. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> Damn it! <sighs> All right, my turn. Okay, this pains me. Oh boy, i i don't I don't have blinders. I'm sure that some people think I do, and that's fine because they see my posts of me and my family going to Disney World and me riding. Ailing, swirling saucers in Toy Story Land and screaming like a goddamn idiot with my son. And they're like, oh, Disney's horrible. Disney's awful. Disney's a shit company. They treat people like shit. They sued a, a child care center for having Disney characters painted on their walls. Yeah, I get it. I know that. I'm fucking full aware of it. It's... There, I, I can also back that, that last bit up in terms of, like, the law. Yeah. Like, there's reasons for that kind of shit. 
Yeah, there is. And like, it's, I'm never going to say that Disney is like perfect. Okay. And like, in fact, um, I kind of just like shelved it completely. But the the last episode of Stop Me If You Heard This was actually going to be something completely different than what I had been doing before. Like everything else was like music based, right? Um, I was going to do an episode about Walt Disney. And it was not going to be a fluff piece. It wasn't going to be me like, you know, being like, oh, it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, like, no, like I was really going to go into this person because there's so much there's so much shit that everybody, quote unquote, knows about Walt Disney. And like a lot of it is true. That's the fucked up part. Like, did you know that Walt Disney invited a member of the Nazi party to come over to the Walt Disney Studios in the 30s? Uh, Yeah, he fucking did. Like, that doesn't mean that the company itself is evil. It, and like, oh, Walt Disney was an anti-Semite. I've heard that before, too. Um, countless Jewish employees that worked for him were like, he was the farthest thing from that because I, I was trusted with very important things in the company. Um, I never heard an anti-Semitic thing come out of his mouth, but that gets correlated with him bringing somebody from the fucking Nazi party over. That's some serious shit. But like... All of that to be said, he whitewashed the fuck out of history. Like, if you go to Disney World, like, first off, if you're, if your interpretation of American history is based off of what happens in fucking Disney World, like, good lord, get your head out of your ass. Like, but, like, yeah, he whitewashed it. He he heroized all of that. Like, look at what we accomplished with good old American grit and ingenuity. We were fucking great. Look at all these white people. Like... <laughs> That's look that's, at them go. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, the engines, uh, they're friendly sometimes, you know, watch out for the smoke coming from the teepees, you know? Yes, because the, that's the thing is like and and God, I hope I didn't offend anybody with that because I don't I would never use that term. I'm saying that was in the it, 30s and 40s. Actually, yeah, yeah it can t- exactly like like fucking look at one of their most popular rides. that's getting changed now, you know, Splash Mountain based on. Um, the movie Song of the South, based on the Br'er Rabbit story. Like, that is racist as fuck. Like, that's the whole lost cause mentality. Oh, slaves didn't mind being slaves. In fact, they were treated really well. They sang songs and hung out with cartoon birds and shit. And hey, look, Aunt Jemima, she's got pancakes here. How could she have been treated poorly? Like, that's that's some bullshit, man. And, like, the company is doing a lot to change that now. Am I saying that all of the ills of the past are about, are like erased? No, absolutely not. And are they making these decisions because of the current uh, socioeconomic climate? Uh, fucking yes. Yeah, hell yeah, they are. Yeah. Because it's a smart business move. Because they're a business. And because we need to stop business. treating businesses like they're people. There it is. There it is in a nutshell. I'm not saying that Disney is great. I'm not saying Disney is wonderful. Disney laid off almost all of their park employees. And like, these are people that moved to Orlando to do this job. Where else are they gonna work? What else can they do in this pandemic? I'm not saying Disney was on the hook for this, but at the same time too, they're making a shitload of money off of Disney Plus. They're making a shitload of money off of a lot of goddamn things. Like- There's there's no reason in the world that Disney couldn't just be like, hey, we're gonna take a hit for a little while. That's gonna suck. But we're going to make so much more money later on, and we're going to look so awesome by the fact that we took care of our people. No, they just didn't want to do it. Yeah, and it it is it, it didn't sit right with me. And like, 
but at the same time too, like you understand the business side of it and like, I'm never going to excuse it. I'm never going to say that they're like altruistic and wonderful and fantastic and happy and great. But like at the same time too, when you go to that place, cause we went in September, everything was incredibly clean. Everything was incredibly safe. Like to their credit, they were on top of it. Like if somebody was like walking around without their mask on, they were like, you need to put that back on. And if the person was like, well, I don't feel like wearing it. Uh, I have a medical condition. They're like, that's cool. Take your medical condition outside. Oh, hang on. You you meant September of this year. Yes. You went to Hellscape Disney. I went to Hellscape Disney, yes. Wow. And it you, was- You courageous man. The, here's the thing. My, my wife, when it comes to anxiety, is much higher on, on the level than I am. And like, if she doesn't feel safe somewhere, she's not gonna go there. But she thoroughly like investigated and looked at everything, looked at all of the factors, everything that was going on. And she was like, look, I feel safe doing this. So we should go. And we did. And it was none of us came back with COVID. We all got tested afterwards. We quarantined after. But everything was really, really regimented. I mean, I felt safer than there than I did in any grocery store that I've been in in the last seven months. Like they but again, too, why was it so safe? Why was it so protected? They want your money. Yeah. Like, I'm you not can't blind. spend money yeah. if you're dead. Yeah. I'm not I'm not blind to this, you know? And like there's there's just so much joy that comes from the things that the company has, has created. Uh, like and, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's like loving these movies that I used to watch with my grandparents. Like maybe it's um loving that my son really enjoys the Pixar movies and it's something we can share together. But like I'm also not going to I mean, I'm going to say that, yes, I'm a Disney fan, but at the same time, I'm not going to let them off the hook. And as somebody who's written work, seeing what they're doing to Alan Dean Foster right now is a slap in the face. Like, I don't know if you guys, are you guys familiar with that at all? I have no idea who that is. Okay, oh. so Alan, Alan Dean Foster is a, I wouldn't say a big name, but he's done a lot of writing for Star Wars. A lot. When... <gasps> They didn't oh. know. Yeah, you know who it is. <laughs> yeah. When they didn't know for sure what was going to happen after Star Wars, they hired Alan Dean Foster to write a sequel, and it was called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. It's a piece of shit. Um, it's, but it's not like, but not like in a bad way. In in the way that's like cheesy sci-fi, like like Darth Vader was searching for this magical crystal and like Luke and Leia have to, you know, stop him from getting this magical crystal. And there's all this weird flirtatious energy going on because we don't know that they're fucking siblings yet. And like, there's a lot of things that go on like that. I mean, it was an, it was an interesting book. Um, but like, he's done a lot of other things. He's done a lot of work for Disney and they're just like, yeah, we're not paying your residuals, man. And he's like, the fuck you're what, what are you doing? And, like, I haven't heard anything about it in the last two weeks. Maybe they've told him to shut up and he's not allowed to talk about it anymore and they paid him. But, like, that's not a good look. But, like, at the same time, too, I really don't think Disney cares because the dark side of that is, is like, what's anybody going to do? They slowly but surely and people weren't paying attention or maybe they were paying attention, but nobody cared because they were getting paid. Marvel, all the Marvel stuff, that's that's mm -hmm. Disney. Star Wars, like, and here's the other thing too. George Lucas is getting old. George Lucas doesn't want to make movies anymore. He doesn't want to make all these decisions. And Disney is like, hey, here's a shitload of money. We're talking billions of dollars to sell us Star Wars and Indiana Jones. And he was like, fuck yeah, take it all. I don't give a shit. And went to build houses for poor people. Exactly. 
like it, it's it's hard to to see it from both sides because then there's this other side of me that says like man i really like star trek I'm a little disappointed with some of the things that are going on and the way the CBS All Access is handling it and the way that CBS and Paramount and Viacom and all the other bullshit that's involved with Star Trek. Man, maybe Disney could buy Star Trek. And then realizing how dangerous a thought that is. Because, like, you still need to have the competition. You need to have other entities out there. But, like, it's... Uh, Rainbow sent me a, a, an infographic recently that showed how big Disney's pull is. Yeah. Like it's fucking everything. Yeah. You can't go. You can't go anywhere without touching the mouse, man. Like, the, like it's everywhere, and it's, it's a little bit scary, but like, as somebody who goes to these Disney parks and these Disney hotels, like that's one of the things, man. Yeah, it's expensive to do that shit, but you know what you're paying for most of the time, like peace of mind and quality, because like it's not shitty. Like, the stuff you buy, like, the, the merchandise and things like that, like, it's all, like, good quality stuff. Like, the hotels are, like, I would say four to five caliber hotels. Like, the food is, I mean, obviously, you can get, like, your cheap shit, but, like, they have, like, really high-end restaurants there, too. I heard that Epcot is the reason to go as an adult. Dude, 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 you can drink around the world. <laughs> You yes. can go to different countries. Hey, let's drink. Let's drink in Mexico. Hey, you know what would be cool? Getting drunk in Norway. Fuck, it's that right next exactly door. That is exactly what my it. wife said. I'm, I'm, Chris, man, one of these days when GGR is a big goddamn deal, we're gonna have a GGR Disney trip. Like once they own, once they own the East Coast of the United States, um, and we're still living here, we'll all go there together, and it'll be, a, it'll be a thing. It'll be cool. You know, they, you know what's terrifying about that? We'll probably run it better. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it, it's it, it bothers me as long as you wear your fast pass watch. You'll be oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. The, the thing that bothers me the most is like the, the subculture real quick. And then we'll go ahead and we'll kind of wrap up here. Um, and by subculture, I mean, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars under Disney's control has had both their finest hour and their worst hour. We saw Rogue One, which I think arguably arguably is the best Star Wars movie that's come out in fucking 30 years. Like, it, I would say, like, on not on par, but, like, a close runner-up to, like, Empire Strikes Back. It was that fucking good. It was. It was. Yeah. I really but like Rogue One. I'm, I'm, to... I'm fucking, I'm dreading what you're about to say is the worst part. <laughs> Mando, Mandalorian has been fucking fantastic as well. I'll punch you through. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the animated shit, Clone Wars, has been fucking phenomenal. Well, see, that's all run by the same guy. Yeah. Uh, fucking Dave, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni is a, is a goddamn genius, and I love him. Their their lowest point, by far, is the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy. Because the whole trilogy. I would. We're talking. We're talking. Um, Last Jedi is like the one example that was like decent. It was good. That was the, that was the only good movie out of those three. I'd call it more than decent, but that's a different topic for a different day. Please continue. Oh no, R Rambo and I have discussed this in, at great lengths on this podcast before. That that was a a wonderful movie. And it is like, a tremendous movie with like no connective tissue to anything around. <laughs> there it is, right there. That was the issue. And it just shows the difference as directors between J.J. Abrams and 
Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson's a goddamn grown-up. J.J. Abrams is like a child playing in a sandbox. And... I mean, all three of those movies let Finn down. Well, well yeah. That's, again, you know, a, a tale for another day. But, like... Brown people. Well, no. To, to, to have... To have The Force Awakens be what it was... And everybody be like, oh, it's so derivative, it's so derivative. It was just like, you know, uh, A New Hope. And then for them to do Last Jedi and then everybody's like, no, that's too different. No, 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 we don't like that. We don't like that. And then J.J. Abrams would be like, well, what if I just cram every single thing that you guys love about Star Wars into one movie and not have any of it make any fucking sense? <laughs> that was, that was, and that's what frustrated me is like Disney didn't give a shit at any point during this process, they were like, eh, JJ, eh, Colin Trevorrow, Colin Trevorrow doesn't want to do it. Fucking bring JJ back. Like, they were just like, we're just going to keep making a shitload of money. Colin Trevorrow had a fucking meltdown after uh, that dumb shit happened. With, uh, you'll have to remind me, with what? Um, he, he wrote or directed some movie that came out and it was a fucking bomb. And then Disney was like, nope, you can't do this. They pulled, they pulled Star Wars from it. His movie was so bad that they were like, no, nah, you know what? They were like, we nah, man, let's just... Mm -mm. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I, I like, can't remember what the fuck... The, I'm, I'm, uh, keep, keep going. I'm going to fucking any, that shit. At any rate, the thing that pissed me off the most was that, like, JJ just started throwing shit at the wall to see what would stick. He was like, we'll bring back Emperor Palpatine. And people were like, why? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> And, like, that's what frustrated me the most. I wasn't, like, when I went and saw Rise of Skywalker, I didn't walk out of that movie being, like, that movie disappointed me and I'm so sad. I literally was, like, overwhelmed because it was so much shit. It was, like, trying to drink from a fire hydrant. It was just, there was just so much. And it was, like, well, that was cool. And the ships flying were cool. And the lightsaber fight was cool. And Han Solo showing back. Oh, that was fucking dope. And, like, there's there just a lot of shit. And, like, oh, fucking Lando was there, too. Oh, yeah. And, like. I, I found what happened with uh, Colin Trevorrow. Okay, what is it? Um, so it it really comes down to Kathleen Kennedy not being happy with the Lord and Christopher Miller. Um, there kept being creative differences um, between her and them, um, but they were like well into Solo before she was finally like, this isn't working out, you guys gotta go. Um, and having done that, when she started running into similar issues with Colin Trevorrow in pre-production, She's like, I can't have another situation like we had with Solo. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and nip this in the bud. Basically, there were like multiple drafts of the script written. Um, nobody really seemed to be happy. Like Trevorrow wrote one initially with someone else. They weren't happy with that. They hired somebody else to, who had worked on uh, Harry Potter and the, the Cursed Child. They were happy, you know, neither him nor Kennedy were happy with that. So he wanted to try, try it again. And she was like, you know what? No, I think this is just going to have to stop. So it wasn't so much that he he did one movie that was it, it, it wasn't at all that he did like a, a movie that flopped. Okay. Uh, it was just that Kathleen Kennedy was like, you know, once bitten, twice shy kind of thing. Um, you know, and considering the fact that Kathleen, like, here's the fucking thing, right? That never gets really like brought up. When people shit on Kathleen Kennedy, fucking shitty fan dudes, like she's been doing this longer than I've been alive. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh, absolutely. She has absolutely. made she has made billions of dollars I, I of will the say, shit that you love. <laughs> I will say she was fucking wrong to fire Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. There's, there's no. 
first of all, either you didn't know who you were getting, which is your <laughs> fault, or you did and you weren't happy with what they were making, which is still your fault. Um, because those dudes spin fucking gold out of, you know, the goddamn air. Like, True. everything they have worked on has been a fucking home run. True. Um, and I just don't... I, I'm, I so want to see the movie they were going to make. Yeah. Like, yeah. I enjoyed Solo, but, I yeah. man, whatever they would have done would have been fucking amazing. I'm afraid to watch it. It's... Everyone will have you believe it's a terrible movie. It's not. It's a fine movie. Um, it's got a couple of very good performances... Um, oh yeah, I heard the movie should have just been about Lando. I I am in the, sh the 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 group that thinks that Lando is is Glover's not doing a bad performance. He's not doing a bad job. He's doing an impression though, and it it is well, very obvious. Well, I mean, but you shouldn't be doing an impression. You should be doing something that that Lando like, is Billy Dee Williams. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But that's the I thing. I mean, he literally you said it in this Cold Forty Five. You like, you play the role. And you don't try like like everybody shits on no you're wrong uh, everybody shits on uh, 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 Alden Ehrenreich like he did something wrong like no he did his fucking job kudos like, to you for saying his name right good for you man <laughs> shit <laughs> uh, it, it's it the the running gag between me and Katie is it sounds like Aryan Third Reich um, <laughs> okay no <nope. laughs> I mean it's the tell me I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> But no, like I, I think I think everybody who was in that movie did a did a great job. Uh, my issue with Don Glover is it doesn't feel like him giving authentic performance. It feels like him doing a Billy Williams impression, and that bummed me out. So well, I I feel like I will not have a problem with it because I want to see a tiny Billy D. Williams. So it's not bad. He's very. <laughs> it's, it's a very good impression, um, and there's a lot of cool shit in that movie. Uh, mm. But yeah, the, the the internet will have you believe it's a terrible movie. It's not. Mm. It it's much fucking better than uh, Rise of Skywalker. Well, my stool this morning was better than Rise of Skywalker. It's, yeah, it's not a high bar to clear. Um, I will say I, that Rise of Skywalker had one awesome scene in it. Oh, it had a bunch. Where of I didn't where I didn't have to think about how it connected to anything else. It was just some cool shit. When fucking Palpatine lets go all that lightning. That shit was fucking cool, just by itself. That shit was awesome, and the end. Honestly, like, what? My, and and I will. I I've completely derailed Mike's train of thought. Um, it, pretty much. But, <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem with that movie is it's 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 only made of like cool shit in the moment. Yeah. The second it, you look away from anything, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm telling you, dude. Like I, the way I described it before, J.J. Abrams in a sandbox. Because just imagine him as a child, but with his still like bulbous adult head, like with a with a <laughs> shitload. Of, you know, like did you ever watch the, the George Lopez show? Like whenever they would do the flashbacks to him being a kid, it was always like a kid. It was like a kid's body with like George Lopez's head like superimposed over top of it. it I can't like that. say I did, but I can no, imagine. Oh, oh, so you'll terrifying. you'll watch you'll watch fucking Nash Bridges, but you won't watch George Lopez. <laughs> Okay, uh, one. Uh, How dare oops. you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't come on this podcast to be fucking insulted. Good day. <laughs> didn't say he wouldn't watch George Lopez, or he looked down on you for watching George Lopez. He just said that's not the bland kind of shit that I'm involved in. I just never watched. 
watched it. I just have different flavors to plan shit. Well, I can I... tell you, I can tell you that you can catch it on Nick at night at about four thirty in the morning. So, jokes on you, asshole! I didn't pay for cable. And <laughs> <laughs> at, at any rate, with the problem with that movie was it was there. What was the point? Like it was literally. Any, anything that was anything that was big yeah it literally was just like we gotta end this shit and it was like a kid playing with all of his Star Wars action figures at the same time but like he hasn't gotten to play with all of the action figures ever but somebody got them for him and they just dump them in front of him they're like fucking play and he's like cool uh, I'm gonna have the Millennium Falcon do this crazy shit that we've never described before uh, light speed skipping yeah uh, fuck it whatever um, and then Chewbacca's <laughs> gonna be there and like this other person's gonna be there and then like oh the Emperor oh yeah he's back um, and he broadcast like across the uh, the uh, galaxy that he's back um, How, are you guys, are gonna, you guys gonna, gonna shit we're gonna, gonna shit in a crawl when did he do it oh, oh Chris do you not know about it was where video you game. could find out about that where you I mean, you found out. out that I thought beforehand? I thought it was all in the fucking the fucking opening crawl. They put oh, all that shit in there. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, god. Was there they, a game? The, no, technically. Oh yes. god, no. Fortnite, right? Yep. <laughs> it was some fucking like exclusive thing they did in fucking Fortnite <laughs> that you can find out what the Emperor's plans are. Like, not even Battlefront. <laughs> no. Yeah, not even the Star Wars themed game. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Boo. So, that was the problem with it. It pissed me off, but like it didn't piss me off in the moment. Like I don't know if you have you guys ever seen a movie like you go into the theater, you watch it and you're like you're walking out of it and you're just like, yeah, all right, that was that was pretty good. And then like the next day you're like, you know, there was some shit that didn't make sense. Oh, the buyer's remorse was huge Sonic with that fucking movie. movie. Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> we've, come full, we've come full circle. Um, <laughs> it's that was my biggest gripe with Star Wars. Like that, you want to talk about like crystallizing what my issue is with Disney in 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 one microcosm? It's Star Wars because on one hand you've got the sequel trilogy, which had so many great things. There's little pieces of it that are awesome. One of the things that I love is at the end of the movie, Ray decides I'm not who I was born. I'm who I decide to be. Yeah, okay, I'm a Palpatine and Palpatines are fucking evil, but I'm choosing to be a Skywalker, heroic, and that's who I am. And That's I a good message for little girls everywhere. It is. Be you. S surrounded by a bunch of dumb shit. Man. Then, okay, so you got the trilogy that they fucked up, but then you've got Mandalorian, you've got Clone Wars, you've Fucking got Rogue Ahsoka, One, dude. you've got Galaxy's Edge in Disney World. I know I'm the only one that's gone. It, you are. But, but if, you're, if you're a Star Wars fan, to be able to actually see the Millennium Falcon like it would look in real life, getting to fly the damn thing, getting to take it into hyperspace, is the coolest fucking thing ever. You get to build your own lightsaber. You get to build your own droid. Like, you get to eat weird food that you would find on a fucking alien planet. Like, that's the kind of shit that did. Do you get to take your lightsaber with you, like the fucking Harry Potter wands and shit? Um, do I need to assemble it and turn the video on right now? Because I will show you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's fucking amazing. But at the same time, too, do they really give a shit? Or is it just about making money? 
Did they it's not about give a shit about making stories anymore. It's about getting amassing enough IP to turn it into a fucking ride. I mean, like, and cool rides. So <laughs> I would be okay <laughs> with Disney doing that kind of shit because they do put out a high quality product. My problem is Star Wars they, needs a Kevin Feige. Well, certainly that the fuck the fact that they released three Star Wars movies without a plan beforehand is Dude. fucking insane. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, my issue with Disney is they want they keep trying to change the rules because it's never enough. It's it's going back to the fucking dragon thing we were talking about before. Disney is one of, if not the most profitable fucking corporations in the world. And they still are like, mm, Alan Dean Foster, yeah, we know you technically work for us, even though you work for somebody else and we bought the IP. Uh, but we're not going to give you the, you know, however many $10,000. It's a, it's a fucking rounding error as far as Disney's concerned. And they can't be bothered. They can't be bothered to do the right thing. Like, they finally copped to the fact that, like, not even copped to it, but, like, just just sort of admitted defeat on one in one arena with uh, uh, copyright. Where they're like, yeah, we know that, you know, the Disney copyrights are coming up soon. We're not going to try and fight that anymore because it, it would just be too much bad PR. It's just not worth it. Like, they actually are quoted as saying that. Um, but, yeah, they're... they're they're not willing to play by the fucking rules. And I realize that that sounds really naive to be like, it's not fair to corporations being mean. Um, they but change the rules because they can. They can. And what and no are you going to do about them. it? What are you going to fucking do about it? I'll take you to court. I'll drag it out for decades. You'll lose tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to defend this. And you know what? You might technically be right but you'll never get in front of a judge. Yeah. Like, it's so absurd, a fucking behemoth, and so, it's just this giant fucking monster. And it, for it's been mostly benevolent, uh, so, like, that's cool. <laughs> but at what point do we have to be like, oh, but what, what about when they're not anymore? What about when they <laughs> decide, oh, hey, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want now. There's nothing you can do about it. I just imagine a fucking Manchurian candidate, but with like a Disney candidate, and he fucking gets up there on the fucking podium after they won, and he starts going like, Whoo-hoo! you know that shit, because his fucking programming starts overriding. <laughs> oh boy! Oh god! Goofy, help! Yeah, it'd be real, it'd be real bad. It'd be real bad. Yeah, it's it's a lingering thought. It's just a little scary, you know, because like, yeah, especially well now that I, I can't even say that I, I, I was going to say that now the political climate might be changing, but it's probably not going to change that much. Let's be honest. Like, it's just going to be less shitty. Um, Rambo, you shared something that talked about um, it was a friend of yours that had shared the post that talked about like how um, you got this old house. And it's probably got some mold in it, but um, you rented it out to somebody for four years. And in that four years, uh, they brought in termites, they punched holes in the wall, they lit it on fire at various points. And the four years is up. We're getting that tenant out and you're putting somebody else back in there. 
and you're going to fix the holes in the wall and you're going to get the termites taken care of and you're going to put the fires out. There's still going to be mold in the house and that needs to be taken care of. It's just we don't know how soon that's going to happen or if it's even going to happen because there's so much shit that needs to be cleaned up just to get back to normal. Can we fix those other issues that we had? And that's just like, it's a perfect analogy for our country. It's a perfect analogy for what's going on in the business world. It's, it scares me seeing the things that happen. Like I, I mentioned earlier that I'm taking a business law class and reading some of these cases and seeing like how even the Supreme Court sides in the favor of business because they know that it's going to be advantageous for them. There, there could be money in it for them. Like, hey, here's this rule. Here's this law that we set so that people could be protected against corporations and businesses fucking them over. Yeah, well, um, we're not going to follow that because we're the Supreme Court. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. And it fucking sucks. And that, based on what you were saying about Disney, that's kind of the, the thought that that's the worst case scenario. You know, what if this happens? I just hope, and it's what part of this group is about. It's part of what this website is about, what this podcast is about, is like trying to find the good amongst all of that. Have this refuge where these are the things that we love, these are the things we're going to talk about. But at the same time, to re like admitting and discussing that there's some real shit out there too. And that's what we're going to do. We're like, we've always. We've always assigned ourselves to be as as truthful as possible. You're never gonna we're never gonna be shilled. You're never gonna hear us like being fanboys of anything. I mean, fuck, MC Brooks loves Sonic the Hedgehog so goddamn much, yet took Sonic to task, took Sega to task. You heard me. Like, I love Disney, I love Star Wars. I, I'm I'm taking these things to task. Rambo loves DC. Like it, we're pointing these things out because we love these these things and we want them to be representative of the things that we believe as well but we also have to realize too that they are businesses and hopefully that would be the one thing that i would want going forward in the 21st century after this awful bullshit in 2020 is to see businesses stop become like i chris i think you said it making Wait, what like what did like, i say you said that like we have to stop attributing personality traits to businesses yes or something to that effect yeah but i would also like to go on record as saying that chris scott will absolutely be a shill and <laughs> if you just contact me and we can work out a deal baby because i get mm, yep <laughs> chris I'm is just... no less the whore than i um <laughs> i think but i think all of us can agree mc rambo you probably um, can't afford my rates so if Disney came to us and they were like, we love these Disney can thousand afford my rates. If they were like, I'm fucking correct. <laughs> we love your hundred thousand subscribers. We want to give you guys, you know, $5 million for the podcast and for great geek refuge. Um, I hope you guys enjoy your, uh, what is it? Approximately like, uh, just a little under 2 million, uh, each. Cause I got to get paid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shit, man, just pay my fucking student loans and we'll be square. Right? <laughs> right? Everybody's happy, right? That's all you got to do, you know? Just wipe it out. Like, you did or it for just, all those billionaires with their taxes and shit. Or just, just give me the money. Just give me the ex actual amount to pay off my loans, and then I can just put that all in an account, and then it'll just keep paying that off slowly and giving me credit. <laughs> guys we appreciate you we appreciate you being part of our 
listening family here. Um, that's ultimately what Great Geek Refuge is all about. It's about family. It's about friends. It's about having a place where we can talk about these things and not have to worry about any ulterior motives, any extra bullshit, any hate, any racism, any anything horrible like that. The only thing we're intolerant against is intolerance. It's pretty simple to understand, right? Good, friendly, Christian conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny it's for so many reasons. <laughs> You're not afraid they're going to burn down your city? Um, oh, God. Yeah, let them try. <laughs> Guys, check out the website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. Check out our podcast. They're on Spotify. They're on Apple uh, Podcasts. They're on Google Podcasts. They're on Amazon. They're pretty much anywhere that you want to see them. Um, hey, we've got an awesome play that we did. MC Brooks was involved. He helped me find all the music that I needed for it. James Rambo was involved. He was fucking the ghost of Christmas present. I was involved. I directed and I edited the whole goddamn thing. Listen to it. A Christmas Carol. It's fucking awesome. You guys should check it out. It's on the GGR Pirate Radio stream. You can check it out there. It's on YouTube, too, because of fucking MC Brooks, because he's awesome. It was a team collaboration, and I appreciated it very much. So go there. Check it out. Um, again, you guys, stay safe. Make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure you're staying socially distant. Make sure you're wearing your masks. We can get through this. And you know why we can get through this? Because together, there are no heights we can't reach. Have a good night, guys. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!